Oh. Beautiful. Hello. And welcome to What's on Your Fade. My name is Annie Soy. And I'm Rose Confetti. And we are both on Wajak Nongar Butcher. Okay, I can't do that for any longer. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that ASMR. This is What's on Your Feed, which is not normally an ASMR, but you know what? We appreciate ASMR. I can't pass up an opportunity when I've got a nice cold can of Coke Zero. Oh, sponsor us. Oh, oh, I almost poured it onto my microphone. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to take advantage of it. Rose, tell us what season are we in? Oh, we are in spring it's wildflower season it's looking bloody beautiful and the season of jilba on wajak noongar Buja, which is where we both are and henny turns out there's another type of season we should be paying attention to the seasons we abide by the weather and the tiktok seasons <laughs> september has been the season of burning man mm-hmm. the utter disarray of burning man mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. plier being wet Basic girl fall for our American galleys. Love that. Give me that pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) If you want to see how to make a pumpkin spice latte in Australia, we tested it out last year, which would have been about a year ago. It was. Now, the reason why we're talking about TikTok seasons is because some of you don't know they exist. (laughs) I was one of those people until you sent me that video, I have to admit. But we refer to things like... Bama Rush season. It's true. It's true. Euro and now, summer. yeah, Euro summer. We've had TikTok long enough now to understand that there are reoccurring themes and subjects and trends that happen every year. And someone who has really captured that and verbalized it for us is called the Mostus or Pamela. <laughs> hey Pam. Hey Pam. Now she explained what we were all thinking. As I said, she verbalized it. I've seen a lot of comments and a lot of questions. What is the TikTok season? Where do I see the other seasons? What season are we in now? Who are the private chefs in the Hamptons? Why are you saying it's a season? Is there any television show? What channel is it on? I know it's confusing, but seasons are a language that we use here on TikTok. It's part of our TikTok vernacular. And you have to imagine TikTok like a marketing calendar. And I'm about to run you through some trends that we've seen repeatedly year after year that anyone could curate into a season here on TikTok and create content around. She really broke down the months of the year and what the trends are that we see every year. Because as I said, we've had TikTok long enough now. We've had it since 2019 to look at what's trending every year. So what do you think, Rose, are some of the most popular things that are spoken about throughout the year definitely an easy one is what i got for christmas i feel like we get christmas content Mm -hmm. this might be cynical of me but i feel like in the new year (laughs) we get breakup videos breakup videos and then i was also going to say new year's um, resolutions as well Yes, we get a lot of cozy videos over winter. I get a lot of prom themed stuff. I don't know what time of year that would be, but I get a lot of that. And I don't know, you probably know Celebrant Henny, what time of year we get wedding content, but there's certainly peaks of, depending if you're in the Northern Hemisphere or Southern Hemisphere, whether or not I'm getting wedding content. Funny you should say that. So Pamela 
um, has on her list that in July we see lots of influencer weddings. So this year we had Michaela, who some of you may know from the audio, Kim Kardashian. (laughs) That was a really good impersonation. (laughs) That was really good. Kim Kardashian had this <laughs> She's a makeup influencer and some people say she's got a fake accent. So she got married in July and that is the year for influencer weddings because, you know, in the other hemisphere, it is summer there. So yes. you can get all your summery wedding content. I'll read out some of the highlights from mm. each month, shall I, that she puts um, into her list. So in January, she thinks that we see a lot of food trends. Oh, Okay. And then we also see a lot of influencer trips. So we've got Mm -hmm. all the American influencers going, fuck this winter, I'm off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. February, now this one is universal. And there's only one thing in February, and it is Mardi Gras. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. March is college spring break. I don't feel like I've seen a lot of spring break content. No. April, Coachella. Yes. So much Coachella content. And we spoke about it this year about how influencers make an entire week out of the before the festival. So they'll go to those influencer events and gifting suites. And if we're going to go to regional holidays, regional months of content, Definitely, we see this in Australia for Splendor in July. Mm. She also says that in June, private chefs in the Hamptons really start to (laughs) pop off. And I'm going to touch on this in a second, but Pamela has some more stuff about the private chefs that really intrigued me. Because again, this is something we have spoken about on the pod before. August. Bama rush, baby. Roll tide. That's what they say when they go to the games. Roll tide. (laughs) You know too much. You know too much, Henny. (laughs) And then she also has something that's a bit more niche, but it it hit me in the niche department. In August, Condiment Claire, who's a girl who's also French and American, she goes to visit her dad in France and she will explore all sorts of things like the condiments in France and um, bakeries. Like there's an evil bakery in town that she never goes to. And like she's really wholesome and she's one of the people that got me into like having an obsession about jam. Great. October is when apparently the world becomes obsessed with Australians because we're getting into our summer era and everyone else is jealous. I actually agree with that. I feel like heading into southern hemisphere summer australia dominates especially because our summers look quite different to american Mm. summers and i feel like that's the time where we showcase how many beers we're drinking how (laughs) many vegemite sandwiches we're having just how beautiful our beaches are and all the amazing like regional places you can visit i feel like for tourism australia that's when they should pop off and they should make they should make time for that. I and mean, I am happy to do that if you want to send me around to travel Australia. Do you remember when they October? sent that TikTok at Max over yes! and he did his little Southern Australia like tourism tour? Oh, so good. Yeah. Sold. I wonder if we'll see more of that. Watch the space because we'll update you over October if we see some good Aussie content. Then November, we get into early Christmas content. People mm. really like to get ahead on the Christmas. I'm pretty sure I already saw that Zoella's put up her Christmas tree. She 
posted, I watched a video <laughs> about her. She's pregnant again. She's mm-hmm. having a second child. And she posted saying something about daily vlogging in November because in December she's going to be heavily pregnant and unable to do vlogmas. Oh, and so she's doing it early. So that's very funny that you bring that up because I'm, ex- yeah, we're expecting a lot of Zoella content. And I, <laughs> I'm unsurprised to hear the Christmas tree was part of that. <laughs> So imagine your brand being Christmas. What a reliable brand. I kind of heard Mariah Carey. Yeah. Michael Bublé. (laughs) Michael Bublé. In December, um, Pamela says that college applications are a big one. So people reacting to if they got into the Ivy Leagues. I used to watch so many of those videos. That's so random. But Pamela, thank you so much for making that list and actually just verbalizing it visualizing it and letting the masses know that we have seasons on tiktok now i mentioned before that pamela put that in june we see a lot of private chef content and that is some of my favorite content because (laughs) they make the most divine meals they don't always tell you how to make it they just show you what they make in a day they work really long hours and these are influences in their own rights. This is like, we've spoken about this. Uh, I keep saying this. We've spoken about this before, but we have. So if <laughs> you're not part have. of the conversation, you need to go back and understand what's going on. There are different types of influences. We've got book talk influences. We've got fitness ins- influences. We've got beauty influences. And we've got private chef influences. Oh. And she has put them all into her own reality TV series that none of them knew that they were a part of. And she is the executive producer incredible work being done guys we have a very exciting week on everyone's favorite fake tiktok reality show i'm a private chef in the hamptons move over padma we are using a guest judge and she is really shaking up this pyramid so what she does is every week during the private chef season she ranks this the cast of that season the private (laughs) chefs of that season in a dance mom style pyramid great and discusses everyone's performance that week through what they've posted on TikTok, but also their social media, their Instagram gets taken into account as well. Wow. I like that she has said, it's my world and you're living in it. (laughs) Exactly. I think she's got a really good eye for this. I would like to see what other seasons she could make. I reckon she could easily do one for Bama. Yes, I would even like a say yes to the dress star reality TV show for influencer weddings. <gasps> yes, if we know whose weddings are coming up yep. and we can yep. rank them all. Oh my god! And I'd like to rank the pre-wedding content. You know what, Henny? Your expertise is a celebrant. We should just do this ourselves. We could do this for a podcast I was about episode. To say seriously, we, like a trademark that. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) That's my intellectual property. That's Confetti's intellectual property. Don't you touch it. (laughs) Henny, sometimes when I'm scrolling TikTok, I will come across a live video that catches my eye. And let me tell you, this does not happen often because lives are usually pretty weird. Do you agree? So weird. They've got their whole, like, it's a whole different format. You can play games on live. You can send, like like things on live like there's a monetary aspect to it 
And it just, it's a lot slower content because sometimes people just sit there and wait for people to come on and they're like chatting back and forth with the comment section. Like it really does almost feel like a separate app. It is. But occasionally I do scroll and see someone who catches my eye. And for some reason, this account just caught my attention. And then I fell down a little rabbit hole watching his videos. And I just need to share with everyone listening (laughs) this little slice of joy that I came across. So Henny, I'm going to send you a link and I want you to open it and let me know if you've come across this creator before and then your reactions to it. Watermelon, some people cook it, I eat it raw. Watermelon, I've never cooked it, no, never before. But I'm gonna try watermelon, knowing my fate is to be with you. Watermelon, finally cooking my watermelon. Whoa, 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 watermelon. What a banger. Knowing my fate is to This was me today. I had to chop up heaps of watermelon. (laughs) Watermelon. Watermelon. Knowing I ate it to be with you. (laughs) Hedy, have you seen this account before? I have seen him. Yes. And he is a sweetheart. The biggest sweetheart. So this is Tupperware Pete and he sells Tupperware and he sings about it and it is just so wholesome and joyous. I haven't seen him sing before, I think. He makes almost exclusively singing videos. Or okay, at least I'm, of I'm wrong. Time. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so there's fantastic themed videos. Uh, he also apparently appeared on Australia's Got Talent, which I found out via another video that he posted of his own oh audition on Australia's Got Talent, which I love. What was his talent? Singing about Tupperware. Oh, bless him. <laughs> and Henny, what's wild about Tupperware Pete is... He did an interview with 6PR in Perth. <laughs> How did they find him? I don't know. Is he from we... Perth? No, but I think he's from southern Brisbane, I found. No, southern Queensland, I found out, because in his live he was like, I'm wearing this woody because it's a little bit chilly here in southern Queensland. Um, so that's where he lives. And, yeah, apparently we have this little insight into what's in the feed of producers at 6PR because there's a little interview where – they just have a chat about how he's popping off on socials. So that is so cute. I love that. But he's got over 8,000 followers. And if you want to have a little dance in your kitchen to some songs about Tupperware, look up Tupperware Pete. One, two, three, four. Yeah, dance with somebody. Wanna share my heat and meat with somebody. Yeah, wanna dance with somebody. With somebody who's hungry. Now, Rose, there was someone else on my mind who I thought that you were going to talk about when you said there was someone who brought a lot of joy to your feed. I'm going to send you a photo of um, someone I screenshotted on live. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why is Santa on your feed? this it's santa claus he's doing tiktok lives he's got nothing else to do he's got shit all to do until it's december he's got so he's in his workshop and he's got a like a glass a glass bottle of coca-cola wow and he's you know surrounded by christmas lights he's in his workshop he's got his rosy cheeks his big white beard 
I wondered, you know, is he the kind of guy that only really like pops off with his appearance once a year? But, you know, like he's proven to us through TikTok Live that, <laughs> you know, he makes he, he really puts a lot of effort into his Santa Claus appearance and keeping his workshop really um, festive looking sp- Specky. Now, in the back of the photo, yep, I see... I've just zoomed in. I have just zoomed in. I have. I have. Um, I can see that Santa's really conscious about staying young, so he's got some <laughs> collagen peptides. And some aminos. Yeah. <laughs> and some gummies of some sort. Who knew that Santa was health influencer as well? Honestly, his skin's looking pretty great. The collagen's <laughs> doing wonders. The account is called Santa Corky. Wow. And there's nearly 2,000 people on this live that you've screenshot. And I think the likes that it has on it, it says um, 296,000 likes. Wow. I think that is an accumulation of how many likes they got you get within that live. So people go live for extended periods of time to get um, levels of likes. And I know that from when we spoke about the crystal cult yes. on TikTok. Because they used to do special, like they would put special things into their, like their, that drum that they would pull crystal scoops out of if they reached a certain amount of likes. I think given all that Santa gives to us, <laughs> we can give him some likes, likes back. I thought you were going to say we could give him a break. He doesn't need to be on TikTok. <laughs> oh, no, because he's got better holidays than anyone else working only only one night of the year. Maybe he was lonely as well. Now, Rose, you like camping. You've recently been camping. While you've been on your trips, have you ever thought about what it would be like to do that trip in another time, such as the 14th century? <laughs> I often reflect on how I would only enjoy camping in modern times, seen as I sit there charging my Apple Watch in the back of the car, watching like drag race on my phone, on my blow up mattress that required uh, power to blow it up and like (laughs) really enjoying um, modern inventions. So Mm. I can't say I've wanted to go back in time, but I've definitely thought, aren't I I well built for modern day? (laughs) Yes, you certainly are. (laughs) I didn't realise that people love to cosplay camping in the 14th century but we all learn new things every day and today I learned that someone on TikTok whose first name I do not know but their username is Captain's Wordface great uh, goes on annual camping trips where her and her friends pretend to be in the 14th century like wow. medieval times my first thought if I if I may go for it <laughs> are they hunting for their food no, and I will talk about what <laughs> Thank food you. they eat. Thank you. Actually, I said no too preemptively, but they do talk about what food they eat. Okay. The first food I saw, she showed us what she packed for her 14th century camping trip. So here's what I pack on my 14th century camping trip that just took place in Algonquin. There's my pack basket. Uh, that is my blanket roll, which you can see unrolled later. That is our tent. It is a diamond shelter. Then inside, I have my camp shoes, little sandals. And I've got my cup, which I keep wrapped up in linen because it's ceramic and it could break. Hasn't broken yet. There's my lantern. Then I've got And, my you know, a lot of it's very clothes. legit. They they do recreations of what people would have camped or lived with in the 14th century. So there's, like, like, linen sacks and stuff like that. I do find it funny 
that this is a modern type of format of video to show what's what? in my bag <laughs> i think it's just a mod yeah modern form of storytelling they didn't do they even have cameras in the 14th century no, <laughs> no. i think so i don't know but not tiktok <laughs> could you imagine that in the 14th century like think of um if you're needing a visualization think of like robin hood vibes yes very robin hood could you imagine them being like hey guys this is what's in my sack <laughs> Come along with me for a day. <laughs> a day in the forest, um, hiding, <laughs> stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. <laughs> so they really take this seriously uh, to the point where they consider how they get to various campsites. And it's not on foot. It is via a wooden canoe. Wow. Yep. They transport to each campsite via a wooden canoe. She showed us two what's in her bag. So she showed us a big one and she showed us a small one. And in her small one, um, she had, you know, stuff like a bowl, a spoon, a beeswax bag, a knife, a pricker, a sewing kit. But then she did have some modern things like sunscreen. Okay, good. Which I think is, we can give that, you know, a pass. Dice, just in case you get bored. Oh, okay. A compass and map. Okay, so we're going modern but we're actually keeping it pretty minimal i think so yeah because like she's not packing her e-reader or her switch which i definitely pack (laughs) (laughs) she did obviously she had her phone to record these videos so who knows if she was you know sneakily getting onto ibooks or something yeah yeah now turns out there are lots of medieval recipes that are still applicable today what like what well apparently medieval people used to eat pasta oh okay she says that she's got a braised beef recipe that she does. Oh, sounds all right. Cabbages, sausages. And then right. this one sounds the most appealing. Apparently, French toast is medieval. I don't know if it is or it isn't, but that's great. I'm glad she gets to eat French toast because when she's freezing in a medieval tent, I think she deserves some French toast. I agree with that. And I was thinking about the logistics of it. And I, I suppose it's not revolutionary to like crack some eggs into a pan and put bread in it. That did surprise me. And, you know, they cook over a fire, they use iron. And she mentions that some things that they've got are quite expensive, but they've all pulled in together. So it's obviously a group that does this. That's so nice. I think it is nice. And then to top it all off, she makes her own dresses to wear as well. (gasps) Oh, I'm into that. (laughs) And if you want to learn how to make it, she has a video on her Patreon um, explaining how to, as she puts it, look like a 14th century wench. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And then impressively, like her, I, I think it's maybe her day job. She makes um, like buckles and belts and does oh. like historical fittings for them. So she'll make like historical looking buckles. Wow. She's like, I'm like, I wanted to say go off queen. I was like, go off wench. Go off wench. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of What's On Your Feed. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram and on TikTok and please DM us or let us know what's on your feeds. That is honestly like so much fun to find out uh, what's going on for you and we can do some little investigations if you like. So make sure you're following us and keeping up with everything. We'll chat to you next time. Bye.